0: Hey, Jim, play along with me. Go ahead and open up that email I just sent you. We're going to read it together.
1: Okay, I I got it.
0: All right. I just got to say, you and your pup are looking awfully fetching.
1: Well, we seem to be into the same things, dogs included. We should get together sometime and see what we unleash.
0: Ooh, a nice dog does he have a phone number
1: how are you doing okay okay i I think we're off to a rough rough start here what are we doing
0: what are we doing good question so these are some of the many dog pun pickup lines i found online when researching our first story
1: dog pun pickup lines i get it okay yes
0: yeah you're so you're supposed to go to the dog park and try these out Meeting at the the dog parks would
2: always be a great place to to meet people because you know that like, oh, our dogs get along.
1: In the dog-eat-dog dating world, Fido is king. Or queen. Hi, I'm James Jacobson.
0: And I'm Pamela Lawrence.
1: Welcome to Dog Edition, the first show designed for you to listen to while you walk your dogs.
0: First up, you'll hear our story, Must Love Dogs.
1: And later in the show, we introduce you to a surprise dog with a surprising talent.
0: If you like what you hear, follow Dog Edition in your favorite podcast app. Just click that little button and follow Dog Edition so you never miss an episode.
1: So if you love dogs as much as we do, pause what you're doing, leash up your pup and let's take a walk. We've got a lot to talk about on today's episode of Dog Edition.
0: Hey Pepper, want to go for a walk?
1: A recent study conducted by one poll found that four out of five dog owners say that how their dog reacts to a date is very important in determining a love match. Actress Lauren Francesca would have to agree.
2: Yeah, it definitely would affect the, the opinion because I, I do trust George's opinion.
1: George is her 13-year-old schnauzer poodle or schnoodle. He was destined to be her dog.
2: I was working at, I did a modeling job on this TV show like in 2008 and they had a doggy segment after. And this like billionaire CEO comes up to me with a dog. He goes, this is your dog. And I'm just, I'm very like spiritual. So I was like, it's a sign, it is my dog. And I adopted him that day on the set.
1: (laughs) Because George has now been in Lauren's life for a long time, he's become a determining factor in who she dates he's
2: been through many relationships that did not work out it's really sad it's very hard on the dogs too i feel like because they get attached to whoever you're dating and it's just uh very very hard
1: according to the poll mentioned earlier if you're a dog person dating someone who isn't a dog person that's worse than dating a bad tipper or having a terrible fashion sense or not wanting kids Lee Isaacson is CEO of Dig Dates, a new dating app
3: for dog lovers. Dogs are not just the animal in your house. They represent a lifestyle. It is how much you spend on your pets. It is how clean you keep your home.
1: And before you date someone, it might be a good idea to find out just how dog they are.
3: Dogs have gone from the dog house, to in your house, to in your bed. And I'd say there's a next step of everywhere with you. And so where do you fall on that spectrum is very important because dog people are just as varied as the dogs themselves.
1: Lauren thought she was dating a dog person for four years. It was over the course of the relationship that her dog George became progressively ill, and Lauren found out where on the dog person spectrum her boyfriend fell. One night, George was in a medical crisis.
2: He was passed out. Like, I had to give him CPR, and I rushed in my car to the uh, to the emergency vet, and he was like, it was the middle of the night, he was like, just go to bed. You're, you know, taking my sleep. He's going to die. He's old anyway.
1: Her boyfriend's reaction was a red flag. Lauren was determined to give George whatever medical care he needed. His condition could be improved with open heart surgery, and there was a veterinarian in London who could do it. So she jumped to the chance. Her boyfriend didn't agree with that decision.
2: He's like, you're picking the dog over me. So he got really angry and he's like, you know, cause the surgery was not cheap. It was very expensive surgery. About, yeah, about 30 grand for the surgery and then staying in LA, not staying in LA, staying in London for the whole month.
1: The heart surgery was a success. Lauren brought George from London to recover at her childhood home in New York. The boyfriend was still in L.A. You
2: know, my boyfriend was still there, pissed off that I spent so much money on, on the heart surgery, thinking I'm crazy. And he's like, well, if you want to, you know, spend all that money for two more years, he's like, you know, he's like, dogs die. That's what happens.
1: While in New York, a new medical issue was discovered. George had cancer and would need treatment. Lauren opted to stay in New York during the course of the radiation treatment.
2: My, my ex was like, well, I just can't wait for you anymore. You're picking the dog over me.
1: That was it. Lauren and her boyfriend were on different ends of the dog person spectrum.
2: He grew up with dogs, but I guess some people have different philosophies.
1: Lauren's story is exactly the kind that Lee Isaacson has been hearing over and over from dog lovers. It's what led to the dig dates theory.
3: Our theory is don't you want to know that upfront, right? Don't you want to have these conversations first? Don't you want to have, you know, bring these, um, all of these mixes together to say, you know, is this worth it to move forward and to figure out together or not?
1: That theory may prove to be correct. Last year, Dig Dates heard word of the first engagement to come from the dating app.
3: Um, It was a 70-year-old man and a 54-year-old woman. It was his second marriage, her first marriage. He had a dog, and she did not have a dog, but she thought she was supposed to have one to be on the app, so she stole her friend's dog to take photos for her profile.
1: She stole the dog, and you know, that little deception will give the couple a very funny story to share at their wedding. But back to Lauren Francesca's search for a dog person to love. It's a little like Goldilocks trying to find just the right balance. This dog person was too much.
2: The guy, when I got George, he tried to take George when we broke in the breakup. He wanted George and I was not giving him George.
1: And this one was not enough of a dog person.
2: I I went on a date with a guy during COVID. We were at his house watching a movie because we can't do anything. And he, like, the dog peed in the house. So then he, like, pushed the dog and, like, put the dog in a timeout. And it just, I was just so affected by it that I was just like, nope, no second date for you.
1: She's dating someone now, but he's not even on the dog person spectrum at all.
2: Maybe this isn't the right guy because he doesn't like the dog. Something is off. Something is, how do you not like a dog? I don't get it.
1: Lauren says now that when she goes on a date, she brings George along to get a sense early on if the relationship can work out.
2: And then you can really see how a guy acts, if he's okay with the dog, how nice he is. Cause some guys are just like totally turned off by it. And then you can tell right away they're not gonna be like the right person. But then some people are like really nice to him. So then I'm like, okay.
1: Lee advises the same strategy on Dig Dates.
3: First, first date is going on the the dog walk together. Um, You know, during COVID, we like to say, keep two leash lengths apart (laughs) for your six feet. You know, that was an easy way of doing it.
1: A dating app like Dig Dates might be what Lauren and George need to navigate the dog eat dog world of dating.
2: Well, I'm just, I'm curious about this dog app. I'm like, okay, maybe this guy isn't working. I should get on this doggy app.
1: For those of you wondering how George is, he completed his treatment and is doing very well at home with Lauren in Los Angeles.
0: Oh, well, see? Happy ending. That's good. That's
1: Happy ending in L.A. George and Lauren and, I don't know, maybe you're listening to this and... <laughs>
0: who knows can I buy love a, is possible can I buy you a treat what? <laughs>
1: <Wait>. <laughs> can I, I don't know well we do know the pickup lines but I don't think the ones that we read at the top of the show are, are the right ones <laughs> Lauren sounds awfully sophisticated
0: yes yes stick around for our next story it starts with a dilemma
4: Jennifer got a bonus in work and she has always wanted a dachshund and her dilemma was whether to spend it on getting her hair done or to buy a Dachshund.
1: (laughs) And that turned into a surprise for her partner. I was on
4: holiday with a group of friends, and I came home to find that Harzo was now part of the family.
0: (laughs) Harzo, the story of a surprise dog with a surprising talent you're going to want to stay to hear about.
1: We'll be right back with more Dog Edition after this. And now, a message from your dog.
5: Every day with you is like a day at the beach. And I want as many beach days as possible. I want to run and sniff and find a good stick to carry. I want to roll in the grass and warm my belly in the sun. I want to walk with you, run with you, sleep with you, eat with you. And when I eat with you, I want ever pup. The green, grassy, beef liver spiked smell wakes my senses. You may not realize this, but it tastes like homemade gravy, especially when you wet it. It infuses any food you give me with health and life and vibrancy. I can feel it, Everpup, traveling to every cell in my body, nourishing each one. Does it roll back time? Of course not, not really, but it helps me feel like I'm on top of the world. I'm so glad you're giving it to me every day. Because every day I'm so glad to be with you. I'm so grateful to be your dog and for the Everpup you give me.
1: So now that you know what your dog wants, get Everpup, the ultimate dog supplement. Everpup is available in select pet shops and on Amazon. But to get the best price possible, join the Everpup Club at everpupclub.com where you'll get your first jar for just $8 with free shipping anywhere in the U.S. Go to everpupclub.com and use the discount code DPN. That is everpupclub.com. Everpup, every day.
0: Let's take a little journey to Belfast, Northern Ireland's capital city. At one time, it was an industrial powerhouse, albeit one with a troubled past. The ill-fated Titanic was constructed in the many slipways in the shipbuilding district of this port city. And for a bit more trivia, all eight seasons of Game of Thrones were filmed in and around Belfast.
1: That is cool. I didn't know that about Belfast.
0: Yeah, pretty cool. It's become a thriving modern city, but... Is it a dog-friendly city?
1: Yeah,
4: I think it. Belfast is quite dog-friendly. Um, not as friendly as some of our other counterparts in the UK. Um, there are certainly places that we visited which are a lot more dog friendly than Belfast, but we're starting to get there, I think.
0: That's Paul Avery. He and his fiancée, Jennifer, live in Belfast. Their dachshund, Harzo may be a contributing factor to the growing love for dogs in Belfast. Harzo has become famous worldwide.
4: Harzo, um he's a normal family pet.
0: Does he sit? No. <laughs> Does he roll over?
4: He's he's a really stubborn dachshund.
0: Nothing unusual there, right? Dachshunds are notoriously stubborn and difficult to train. No. Harlso's fame came from something surprising.
4: I, I always describe this as Harlso's hidden talent, and it gives me some hope that maybe I've got a hidden talent that I haven't found yet.
0: Harlso is the self-proclaimed king of balancing, This adorable brown and black dachshund with his big winsome eyes sits perfectly still while balancing things on his head.
4: He's not some sort of like circus animal that's balancing stuff on his head all day, every day. Um, He balances maybe once or twice a week um, things which are very safe and dog friendly.
0: Things like a cheeseburger, a roll of toilet paper, a baseball, a slinky, a Rubik's cube, a stack of cookies, and one of my favorites, a house of cards. I would have bet money it was taped together.
4: You know, it actually wasn't as taped together as as people imagine. There's little tiny bits of glue. Um, on the corners but it did collapse um, because I I got a lot of messages from people thinking that that it was like photoshop or but we don't even really know how to use those type of things So I I wish I did know how to use photoshop
0: OK, before you start to wonder how Harlzo feels about all of this, you can rest assured he sees it as a game, one that he gets treats and belly rubs as a reward for playing. And the couple is careful with the things they put on Harlzo's head.
4: If, they, if it doesn't look safe or it looks like something's heavy, we're probably doing something to manipulate the item so it is lighter. His, his welfare comes first for us. And I think in, f- I think in five years, I don't think we've even taken 400 photos in five years. So uh, yeah, once or twice a week, we'll do something and upload it.
0: So you can imagine the images and videos, right? Cute dog doing something cute. It's the perfect formula for Instagram success. In fact, Harlso the Balancing Hound won Social Media Personality of the Year and a Webby Award. And it all started with a game of fetch when Harlso was about two years old.
4: Our living room is was quite long and I was throwing his toy chicken and Harz was relentless whenever it comes to play time. Like he just wants to play for about six hours and um, I was getting really tired of throwing the chicken and he just kept bringing it back and he was exhausted, the tongue was hanging out, he was panting and he still wanted to play and I just put the toy chicken on his head. And he stayed perfectly still. I think he was a bit in shock and like, what's going on? This this isn't the game. Um, and he stayed perfectly still and looked at it. And I took a photo on my phone because I couldn't believe my eyes.
0: A few weeks after the Toy Chicken episode, it was Valentine's Day, and Paul balanced a single rose on Harlso's head and sent a photo to Jennifer.
4: And she messaged me back like, oh my god, is this something that he can do? Like. He doesn't do anything else. This is amazing.
0: It was Jennifer who first posted a picture on Instagram of Harlow's newfound talent.
4: And I joked with her at the time, like, who's going to want to follow this? And she was like, oh, it's just for friends and family to see our little silly photos. And I said, you'll not get a hundred people who will be interested in this. And I suppose fast forward five years and there's hundreds of thousands of people that follow so now. It's... It still blows my mind, to be honest.
0: Okay, but being an internet celebrity is not without its stressful
4: moments. We began to feel a little bit under pressure ourselves. You know, like we'd be getting messages like Harzo hasn't balanced anything for two weeks, you know. And there was an article online in India um, and I suppose that's whenever we realised that Harzo's a, a bona fide celebrity it was because there was, a, there was an article in India that had said that Harzo had passed away because we hadn't uploaded in so long. Um, one of his followers messaged me saying I've just seen this article in, in India that says that Harzo's passed away and I was like, no he's sitting on my knee, he's fine.
0: <laughs> Paul says they're not doing this out of self-interest. They've leveraged Harzo's fame for good causes.
4: I think last year Harzo's page managed to raise around or over fifty thousand pounds um for charities.
0: The Australia Zoo Wildlife Warriors benefited from Harlso and he's an ambassador for a UK charity called Play for Strays, which distributes toys to shelters.
4: Dog toys are so far down on the list of what shelters can afford to spend their money on when it comes to, you know, providing shelter and food and veterinary bills. Sometimes, sometimes toys go unnoticed. And it's such an important part whenever you're adopting a dog, that you're adopting a dog that that knows how to play.
0: And he's also an ambassador for Dedicated to Dachshunds with IVDD. It's a group that loans equipment to dachshunds in the UK recovering or disabled post IVDD. And it's an ailment Harlso experienced.
4: he went down with IVDD. For, for those listening who don't know what IVDD is, it's a, it's a common issue in Dachshunds, and I believe also dogs like Corgis, those dogs which are low but long, um, and it stands for intervertebral disc disease, and the easiest way I can describe that is when a disc slips and is pressing on your spine, um, and unfortunately horzos burst, he went down one Saturday night and was paralysed at his back legs and we were very fortunate to be able to get him in and have surgery on Monday morning.
0: Paul said Harlso had a very long recovery.
4: But he got there in the end with lots of therapy and rehab and we'd done absolutely everything we could to get him back on his legs and thankfully he did and he's running about now as if nothing ever happened.
0: And back to balancing things on his head. So what will we see next on O's head?
4: The big event coming up this year for us is me and Jennifer are getting married. So Harz is gonna be best man at the wedding and no doubt he'll be balancing our wedding rings at some point that day.
1: <laughs> a wedding, happy wedding. Wow, that's beautiful. So it all started with a dachshund who could Balance a rose on his head and now they're wedding bells. This is beautiful.
0: It's a great, great, great story. And uh you know, I wish the couple well. Paul is very sweet to talk to. I did get to see Harl though. He was on the floor next to uh next to Paul. I wish I had seen him.
1: But you can see him on I can Insta, see him on Instagram. Sure. <laughs> we will link to that instant definitely our
4: He's a good boy. Give your dog some some belly rubs from
1: us. Will do. Will do. Doing it right now as we talk. Thanks for bringing Dog Edition along with you on your walk today. Why don't you go ahead and give your dog a belly rub? We'll be back next week with another episode, but chances are that you and your dog will be taking a walk between now and then And we have something else for you to listen to.
0: If you're interested in hearing more from some of our guests, please check out DPN's sister show, The Long Leash, for Jim's extended conversations.
1: This week, you can hear my extended conversation with Lee Isaacson from Dig Dates.
0: And subscribe to Dog Edition so you can take us along on your dog walk next time.
1: When we consider all things dog. Every episode, will bring you stories about history or science or politics. Or, or
0: true crime, pop culture, and current events.
1: We'll speak with thought leaders, newsmakers, and maybe even some celebrities.
0: Dog Podcast Network is for dog lovers by dog lovers. And that means we want to hear from you.
1: Visit our main website at dogpodcastnetwork.com. And there's a button there on our shows page on the bottom right of every show page where you can easily share your story with us by sending us a voicemail. Or you can call our listener line on a telephone anywhere in the United States at...
0: 866-T-A-L-K-DOG. I'm not going to sing it for you today. (laughs) Okay. You can check the show notes for links and information about guests on this episode.
1: We are looking for correspondence here at Dog Podcast Network as we grow this network. And so if you are a content producer who loves dogs, check out our 101 Dog Stories contest, with over $15,000 in prize money.
0: And join our pack. Be sure to follow Dog Edition in your favorite podcast app and tell a friend about the show. I'm Pamela Lawrence, and I'll see you at the dog park.
1: And I'm James Jacobson. I want to thank you for listening today. On behalf of all of us here at Dog Podcast Network, we wish you and your dog a warm aloha.